Welcome to Spring of Life. My name is Mike Luzinski, and I serve as the lead pastor here. I'm so glad you're taking the time to grow in your faith through scripture, preaching, and the conversations on our podcast. Do you have questions about the Bible? What is the Bible? Why bother reading it? How do I make sense out of difficult passages that are hard to understand? And how is God speaking to us through the Bible? I'm glad you asked. Over these next weeks, we'll explore those questions and more. Our scripture today is 2 Timothy 3, 14 through 17. But as for you, continue in what you have learned and firmly believed, knowing from whom you learned it. And how from childhood you have known the sacred writings that are able to instruct you for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. All scripture is inspired by God and is useful for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness. So that everyone who belongs to God may be proficient, equipped for every good work. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. This morning, we begin a new series called Making Sense of the Bible. And if you have more questions, which I hope you do, I hope you'll join us on Wednesday night at 7 p.m. as we'll continue the conversation. I think everyone would say that this book, the Bible, is important. We, as people of faith who believe in Jesus Christ, would say, yes, this book is important. But when we read it and open it up, at least for me, I often have questions. Sometimes I'm confused or uncomfortable about the things that I read in the pages of the Bible. And so we're spending the next three weeks making sense of the Bible, asking questions about Well, why do we read the Bible in the first place? How do we use this incredible gift that God has given us? And so today we're going to sit with this question. Why? So simple. Why do we read the Bible? So as we sit with that, I don't want just to give you my opinion or the, uh, the opinion of some random person on the internet, but we want to use the Bible itself to answer that question about how we read the Bible. And so for all of our kids, you just got your journals, you're back in your seats, I have a question for you. So raise your hand and tell me, what is your favorite Bible story or verse? Who wants to share their favorite Bible story or verse? Yes. Adam and Eve, Eve, the creation story. That's a good one. Yes. Your favorite story or verse? Can you think of one? We can come back to you if you need more time. Oh, the story of Gideon. Awesome. Yes, that's a good one. Yes. Jacob and Esau. Do you have do you have brothers? <laughs> yeah, okay. Oh, uh, siblings? Okay, I see that. I see that. What other ones? What other Bible stories? Yes. 
Oh, the Easter story, the resurrection story, of course, that one's so good. Yes. Oh, the ark, the flood story. What's yours? Which one? Oh, the 12 spies going into the promised land. That's a great story. Yes. Noah's ark. Is your hand up? Yes. Noah's ark. That's a popular one. Yes. Ah, so I heard Jonah from the back, but she said the story where Jesus was born, the birth story. Wow, you all know your Bible stories. You've taken us from creation to Easter to into the promised land to Gideon, Jacob, and Esau. Wow, those are all amazing stories. Thank you for sharing uh, as we reflect on all the different stories that are enclosed in this verse. These stories, they tell us something about ourselves. They tell us about God. And that's part of why we believe there's so much value. And we believe that God speaks to us through the Bible. And so it turns out that that question, why read the Bible, was a question that people in the early church were talking about too. So I want to give you the context of 2 Timothy Second Timothy is written to a guy named, can you guess it? <laughs> Timothy. <laughs> Ta-da! <laughs> That's not rocket science. It's written by Paul, who is near the end of his life, and he's writing a letter to encourage Timothy, a younger disciple and mentee, to remain faithful, to carry on the good work that they've been doing together. And so Paul writes to Timothy, to keep leading the church, to keep being faithful to God even when there are factions within the church, even when bad theology is present, even when there are others who are leading people astray. Paul writes to Timothy encouraging him to keep following God's call. And I want to remind us that when this scripture was originally authored, It was a letter written from Paul to Timothy encouraging him to carry on the work of the church. And he writes some of these words that really stand out. So you have been taught the holy scriptures from childhood. They have given you wisdom to receive the salvation that comes by trusting in Christ Jesus. In other words, the first answer to our question Why do we read the Bible? Is in this verse. We read the Bible because the pathway to salvation is there. It tells us what we need to know to trust and to say yes to Jesus Christ. And so John Wesley, the founder of the Methodist Church, he said it this way, Holy Scripture containeth, Remember, he wrote this in the 1700s. Holy Scripture containeth all things necessary to salvation. That's essentially what Paul is saying here, that the unfolding story of God is right there for us to learn and to grow through Scripture. Then Paul goes on in verse 16, all Scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong, and it teaches us to do what is right. 
again, we have more answers here on why do we read the Bible. We read the Bible because it teaches us the truth. It teaches us the truth about God, but it also helps us realize the places in our lives where we fall short. It helps make us aware of sin. And not only does it make us aware, it doesn't just leave us there. It helps us get back on the right path, correcting us, not just so that we can be righteous or we can say, well, I know the truth and you don't, but so that we can be equipped to do every good work that God has called us to do. This is what Paul says uh, why we read the Bible. And then I know when, when I first learned this verse, I learned the NIV translation, which is God breathed. That's literally what the, the Greek is often, can sometimes be translated as God breathed. Well, what does that mean? Uh, does it mean, as some Christians interpret, that God spoke all these words? Or does it mean that God inspired the people who wrote down these words? words from God, and God inspires us when we read it today. So I want to refer back to John Wesley, again, the founder of the Methodist movement. He said, the Spirit of God not only once inspired those who wrote it, meaning the Bible, Scripture, but continually inspires, supernaturally assists those that read it with earnest prayer. So to translate what John Wesley is saying, if we come to the Bible earnestly seeking to hear from God, if we come to the Bible with prayer and an attitude of learning, God will speak to us. God will nurture us and teach us and help us to learn and grow. Not just for the sake of growing, but as Paul says in verse 17, God uses it to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. Because scripture reveals the heart of God, we know what to do. We're equipped, we're motivated, we're inspired so that our lives can be transformed by God, but it doesn't stop there so that we can change the world to make earth look more like heaven, that vision from Revelation. So let's apply this this concept of how the Bible prepares us and equips us to do every good work. I want to pull out a verse from the Gospel of Matthew where Jesus is telling a parable and he interprets the parable in this way. For I was hungry and you fed me. He goes on to list other things. But when we stop there, we realize that it matters to God to care for people in need. It matters to God to feed hungry people. And so, if you're following the logic it should matter to us as well. Because God cares about feeding hungry people, we should care about feeding hungry people, which is why our worship space is arranged in such a creative, unique way today because we are going to be packaging 20,000 meals after church. Why? Because it matters to God and it matters to us. So why do we read the Bible? Not because someone told us to, not because we say it's the right thing to do, but we read the Bible because it's the roadmap to salvation. If you want to know who Jesus is, open the Bible to Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and the Gospels will show you 
an incredible portrait of who Jesus Christ is, the God of the universe. The second reason why we read the Bible is because it's, it prepares us to be trained in righteousness. It teaches us the ropes of faith. It tells us both what we should be doing and what we shouldn't be doing. And that training in righteousness is essential for us to be prepared to do the third thing, to do every good work. The Bible equips us to do every good work. And part of that equipping is inspiring us to actually do it, building us up, showing us why. But I have to add one thing as we think about the Bible. Throughout the entirety of the Bible, we believe in the power of the Holy Spirit. When we use that word inspiration, we're declaring our faith in the Holy Spirit's ability to speak through a faithful person thousands of years ago. And we're also proclaiming the ability and the power of the Holy Spirit to allow their words to be used by God to shape our lives and to shape our world today. And so if we believe that the Bible is the word of God, which I do, then we also believe that the Holy Spirit is using this incredible gift from God to shape us, change our lives, and change the world. Let us pray. Holy God, we thank you for revealing yourself to us in the words of Scripture. We pray that you would give us the grace we need by the power of the Holy Spirit to diligently study your word so that it may transform us and transform our world. Amen. If you have questions or want to talk further about this message, I'd love the chance to talk with you. Visit us online at springchurch.org connect or email me at pastormike at springchurch.org. I look forward to hearing from you. Thank you.